Yeah, for sure. She, he said push play. Yeah, it's supposed to play, but no, no, no. That one, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, good morning, guys. Uh, this is the Daily Walk podcast. Basically, what we're going to be doing is that we're going to be uh, just addressing and looking at a couple of issues. Not issues, but like things that go on in everyday life, um, specifically in a range of uh, young adults, college students, um, and basically just how to overcome these things uh, through the gospel of Jesus Christ and knowing that God has a purpose for you. Uh, he's for you. He wants to be for you and not against you and uh, just how to be more than a conqueror in this life uh, to prepare for the next. So I'm here with my boy Tice, Tice Holmes. Holla at him. Hi, <laughs> I'm Tice. Uh, how's it going, everybody? Um, it's a blessed day. Uh, another day that the Lord has given us and I'm excited to start our podcast this is actually our first very first time numero uno, numero uno. so <laughs> bear with us guys we're getting this stuff started um, the daily walk every week Thursday at 11 o'clock we're live on the radio right now and um, excited to start this journey with you guys and yeah let's get it started yeah just even like capping off of that like it's a daily like we said daily walk just because it's like it's progressing every single day like every single week it's an episode but we're progressing every single day to be who we're called to be so it's like never like think that it's like a like an instantaneous thing like you know what i'm saying grace kind of is instantaneous but like we, we like emphasizing like there's a there's um habits and routines to build um in this walk that uh, is essential just as we go so that's what we want to go on so um before I mean, the first thing we want to do is that we just want to tell a little bit about ourselves. You can just give me your name, college, uh, interesting fact about you, where you're from. Yeah, that should be smooth. Alrighty, um, I'm Tice Holmes, uh, currently a second year here at Marquette, majoring in business. Um, um, I didn't declare yet, but I'm leaning towards finance as my major, um, something that's uh, interesting about me i'm a musician i love to play guitar music um yeah that's pretty much that hey you gotta give him that special <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about you gotta give him that won't he do it special bro <laughs> won't he do it <laughs> oh man what's good guys uh, i'm justice osandu uh some know me as jt you already know um but I'm from Houston, Texas, down south, H-Town till we drown, baby. Um, I am in public relations in the College of Communications with a minor in theology and peace studies. And uh, an interesting fact about me is, I feel like I've, I've said this a lot of times, but I'm Nigerian. Like, I feel like most people play me off as like, uh, I don't know, maybe like Caribbean or something like that. But I'm actually Nigerian, uh, straight out the motherland of Africa. So that's how we be rolling. <laughs> I like that motherland, motherland. Um, so yeah. yeah, how did we be? How did we become friends, man? Let's let's talk about that. <laughs> I guess in order for them to get to know this podcast, it's, it's important that they get to know us. So we can for sure get into that. Uh, you started off, bro. My memory, you know, it's kind of tainted, bro. You, you let me know. <laughs> uh, so if you guys didn't know, me and Justice were both part of the Urban Scholars Program here at Marquette, um, Dumela. 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 Hey, I affirm you. No, wait, wait. I believe in you. I believe in you. I, I affirm, affirm you. And, and I, I see, see the great, great potential, potential within, within you. you. Hey, shout out DJ Todd. You already know. <laughs> My boy DJ. <laughs> Blessing. But yeah, um, 
And so urban scholars, I never knew DJ or I never knew justice before. Um, before I went to college, we totally just learned each other or got to know each other right when school started. And the first uh, interaction I had with Justice was during the retreat, which happened like a weekend before college started. And I'm I'm not going to lie to you. We had a shaky relationship. I didn't know what to think of him. (laughs) I thought he was a little self-centered, you know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we we start kicking it off, start talking about things that interest us. We both are like believers. And so that's what really like made our relationship blossom into what it is today. Um, just getting to know each other, uh, understanding our boundaries, and because <laughs> that was that was something we definitely had to figure out. Um, the boundary part. Um, once we figured that out, everything just been great, and uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Unless he has something that reminds me of something else. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh. All right. So as he already said, we met during the retreat. Uh, The retreat was a blessing. We all got to know each other as the urban scholars. We was 48, the great 48, they call us. Um, But yeah, just getting to know him and the boys. um, I don't know. He's like, there's this thing back in Houston we do is like, what's wrong? Oh, there's a thing we do back in Houston where it's like, uh, we be having like our light skinned brother. So you know, I seen I seen Tyson. I said, "Hey, because you know, Junior, he's from my uh, my high school. You know, we was kicking it, but like, you know, say so I was like, Tyson, you know, this is my light skinned brother. So, you know, we was kicking it. And so like, there just came like a couple of conversations where it's just like, okay, so this is who you really is, and like, um, just getting to know more about his character and his backstory. Like, he's right. Like, we did go into a couple of personal spots. But just as he said, it led to growth, like getting deep inside those places where like, I don't know, maybe people, maybe people um, like bury some things, you know, like just talking, having those conversations uh, really brought us close together. uh, Just as not only as brothers, as believers, just as urban scholars, as uh, students together and just uh, coming together as family. So it's been a blessing so far. Shoot, we even got our daily walk too. We be walking all the way to the pool table in Brooks Lounge every single day, bro. Yeah, we, yeah, well, we got to chill with that for sure. But um, yeah, that's just a little bit about us and our friendship. Um, but next we can just get into uh, we wanted y'all to know basically, uh, just like our our stories and how we uh, not even how we found Jesus, but how Jesus really found us and how that really looked and impacted us. I really, I really like how you said that, how Jesus found us. A lot of, um, a lot of born again Christians, uh, or at least un- I would say, I would say unbelievers would like to say that, um, Christians changed their life around, but that's totally not the point. Uh, Jesus changed our life around for us and it was not in our own strength that we came to the word of God. So <laughs> that's something that's, uh, something I really like to keep in mind like I didn't change my life around Jesus changed my life around for him and so when we have that realization we we're able to mature in faith and know that he's in control at all times um but yeah I just wanted to add that that's smooth that's smooth and with that you can start us off with how yours look my brother uh so my testimony is actually um it's a, it's a complex testimony. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> a lot of hills and <laughs> a lot of bumps and stuff, you know? Which one isn't, though? <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, so I, I'll just fast forward to when I was born. Um, I was born without my fa- father in my life, you know? And having, um, uh, 
wow hold on i lost my train of thought let me let me let me recoup (laughs) (laughs) so my family always grew up in the faith you know and always was always grew up in church but the real thing about being a believer is a relationship it's not about just works you have to have a relationship with god you know (laughs) you gotta you gotta put on the cross daily you know what i'm saying so I didn't really uh, become born again until I was in my teen years, you know, in um, high school. I would say that, like, I would say once I got into high school, I really had that firm relationship with God. Hmm. Um, I was baptized at a young age, though, like around six years old. So I always grew up in church. But uh, growing up growing up without a father, that, um, that really um, enabled bad behavior for my life, you know. <laughs> and I just really didn't know that I was... That was the reason why I was acting so bad. I just never had that guidance. And so I would just seek um, seek pleasure into doing uh, horrible things to other people. Like, it, it's so many things that I was just doing that just was not the right thing to do. So <laughs> I was I was definitely like a bad kid. Um, but, you know, it, it, it happened for a reason. And, you know, it made me grow into the person I am today. If I didn't have that... Uh, experience as a young child I don't know if I would be the same person I am today because I feel like you have to be uh, at some point you're in darkness until you're in the light you know you got to find Jesus or not find it Jesus has to find you and you have to accept him into your life so I decided to accept him in my life and turn away from um, the things that was controlling me so not having my father in my life I can uh, expand on that I usually don't like to get personal with it because honestly, um, a lot of people, or at least I will, I will relate to other people, at least what I see on TV, a lot of people feel like hurt and stuff, not having uh, a male figure in their life. Um, but to me, it's totally the opposite. I was, I was just very grateful because I still was able to have, um, my grandfather, my stepdad, they all like kind of geared me towards who I am today and actually like influenced me uh you know so having that as an uh, example to live by actually did help but not having my father in my life was actually probably the best thing for my life because my my father he, he is incarcerated right now and just saying like if I was if I was always around that uh, it probably would have changed my idea of what I wanted to, what what I should be, as a man, you know. And I'm not trying to judge him, cause honestly, we're all sinners, and we all need, we are all saved by grace. But at a young age, being introduced to something like that as a lifestyle, it probably wouldn't have been the best thing for me, because uh, I was. <laughs> you know like monkey see monkey do if i was if i was with him oftentimes seeing him do bad things nine times out of ten i would have been doing the same thing Mm -hmm. so just just having that in the back of my mind it's like knowing that the lord works all things for the good like in romans chapter 8 verse 28 it says and we know in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. His purpose. Yes. So to expand on that, to know that God works all things for the good of those who love him, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what is going on. You can, like, for example, you can lose everything. You can lose all your family. You can lose everything. But God works all things for the good of those who love him. So, 
even in your struggle, it's happened for a reason. It's building you and preparing you for something greater. So that's definitely something that uh, <laughs> uh, helped me to be in my Christian faith and my Christian walk. Um, so yeah, um, once I got into my uh, into middle school, I got confirmated at a church, and my life scripture is actually. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And that's Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. Mm. And man, that, that tells you everything you need to know. To be strong and courageous. To not be afraid. To not be discouraged. Because God is with you wherever you go. And keeping that in my in the back of my mind, it, it, it brings solace, you know. Um, and it, it boils down to this, really. Um do you want to live your life for Christ or do you want to live your life for the world? Do you want to live your life full of the characters of Christ or do you want to live in resentment or regret? You have to pick a side, honestly, because you can't live both. You can't live um, in the middle. You can't live, you can't live for the world and for God. It is no common ground right there. So you really just have to like, um, deny, deny your flesh and accept him as your Lord and savior. (laughs) And that's pretty much my testimony. I, 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 uh, pass it on along to uh justice right here man bro i feel that conviction in my soul bro he said you want to live for christ you want to live for the world bro you want to live for resentment and regret bro it's like how many how many times do we like focus on that like that resentment that regret oh i wish i did this i wish i did that where it's like you were just talking about he's working it out for the good we still looking back in the past and it's like, he's working it out for the good. Like that's future tense. He's working it out for the good. Present tense too. So it's like that. I felt that, bro. I felt that. That's real stuff. Um, but that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Every time I hear it, bro, it's like, this is how it turned into my brother Tice. This is this is Mr. Holmes. Mr. He didn't tell y'all, but uh, I think it's his grandpa telling him I play guitar. He's sturdy with it, bro. He's real sturdy with it. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, just picking back off that, uh, a little bit about my testimony. Um, you know, Tice, brave enough to share how his dad wasn't in his life. Um, parents not together. Um, but on the flip side, it's like I did have my parents in my life, but my dad wasn't present there um being from nigeria like um parents are really like focused on work 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 in school 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 because that's basically all you know you're like trying to make a way out of nigeria like the amount of people who don't get a chance to come to america it's like people really think they're like america's land of the free home of the brave like that dream that's like what 200 years ago and stuff like they think that's real so Having my dad, like, just being, like, a workaholic. And it was it was really good. Like, I'm not taking that away. Like, he provided food on the table. He put he he put me and my siblings on the map for sure, putting us in places where there's opportunity. But having that, like, love, like, that's really how the testimony starts because I'm growing up as a little kid, and my siblings, they're, like, 10 years. Uh, my brother is he's 27. I'm 19. He's eight years older than me. My sister is seven years older than me, and my other brother is six years older than me. So they all, like, came out back to back. But then I had, like, this pause, like, six years. Like, people always ask me in my accident, child. It's like, nah, bro. It's crazy, too, because the way I was born was, I think some people heard it. My mom was in her uh, her nursing exam, like, that nursing exam to become an RN. 
and then boom, her water break mid-exam, bro. This is like what? 12 at noon, bro. Whoa, that's crazy, bro. They rushed her to the hospital, bro. And at that, the first thing that's on her mind when she had her, when she had me, she said, let me give this man five names. She said five names, bro. <laughs> bro, my full name. All right, she's like, she's like, Justice, Mark, Toby, Obina, Osani. That was on her mind during the RN exam. <laughs> this one I'm finna name my child, bro. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's funny, but on a on a on the other note, like just having that space between me and my siblings, like growing up, like I was always like kind of like by myself and stuff like that and not being able to hang out with my dad but my dad would like hang out with them because you know they was all together and um it's just so much easier to hang out with three rather than is like you know kind of with one um so just throughout my life i'm growing up and the first thing i knew like love from was kind of my friends like getting to college and like i mean not college getting into elementary school like i always be racing with the kid i'm racing with my friends bro uh just like doing goofy stuff. Like that's what I first knew love to be from my friends. And um, just having that growing up, it's like the older we got, it's like the more like realization you have that like, oh, well, sometimes your friends ain't always like have the best interests for you. Or like your friends really ain't your friends, right? You know what I'm saying? They probably just acquaintances, peers, things like that. So getting to learn that growing up, it broke down what I thought love was because constantly either I would do something or my friend would do something and then our friendship would end. I'm like, is this what really love is? You know what I'm saying? So that leading up, um, I kind of got an early introduction into God because I went to Catholic school in the fourth grade, fourth grade all the way to uh, eighth grade. It was Catholic school, St. Francis de Sales. You know, we repping uh, H-Town. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, just going there, I got to learn about God. Um, kind of a little bit like growing up in the church, but like it was more like a logical view. Like I lo- like that me I was so interested in like uh, knowing all the prayers and uh, understanding the sacraments and uh, just I wanted to be the best scholar for God right and I was really good at it shoot I was I never I never was in a religious beat I never I never did that but like you know saying test uh, all that stuff I you know what I'm saying score off on that drug but um that's how how that's how it was at a young age like middle school um just getting to know God logically um just no one check mark this 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 commitments all this stuff and um that's how it was getting into high school uh in the high school i still kind of didn't have that relationship you talking about it was still kind of like religion a little bit like there was no intimacy between me and God, no intimacy between me and Jesus, no vulnerability, no personal relationship. And that really got exposed in high school because um, whenever like trials and tribulations came into my life, I was still trying to fall back on friends because, you know, like I said, my dad wasn't really there. So I didn't really know like how to treat people. And I didn't really know like, um, like, like you said, like boundaries. I'm still learning. That. I apologize. Bro. I'm still learning that because like I didn't really know that um, pops like I'm just my parents is married. I'm telling you. But just, like, not that figure in my life. So going into high school, like, I didn't really know what it meant to be a man. I was still, like, childish and um, relying on things that, you know, older folks with wisdom would probably say, like, that's not going to work. That's not going to uh, be a firm foundation for you. So going into high school, like, I was straight up, hey, being honest, just living straight in sin. Like, all the time, bro. Like, I cannot, I did not have no self-control. Um, lying, stealing, bro. Um blaspheming all this stuff and I was still like you know what I'm saying pray I was still like 
read the word like once in a while. Um, but most importantly, I was just, I was living for my flesh. Like I wanted to be the best I could possibly be in high school. I remember just thinking like those days before football games, like I'm going to get the most yards because I want to be like talked about on the eight, on the, on the, um, the system when they talk in school that, uh, the voice system or like, Oh, justice got this and this yards. And he went, uh, he is like on the all team offense and all this stuff. Like I wanted to be looked upon and appreciated and acknowledged like a spotlight low key, but just like, just like, just known, like just, just appreciate it. Cause like when my pops, it's like, I didn't really, it wasn't really there. Like, of course, like shout out to all the moms. The moms, I got a soft plate. I got a soft plate some art because they've been like the best growing up. People's moms, my mom, but like just that dad and just like acknowledgement and like I'm proud of you. Like never had that. So I was always looking for that in other places. And so fast forward to junior year, um, I was stepping into probably my best season, uh, high school wise. I came into uh, junior season. I had waves. I didn't have twisting. I had waves. I just completed 360 waves. So, you know, we was cooling with that. Uh, it was our second season of football. So I knew all the basics and stuff. I was going to have the best year of my life. Uh, just being an upperclassman, you having that, you know what I'm saying, little authority in school. And just like the achievements and being in leadership positions, like it was set up to be the best year possible. Um, but at the same time, like I said, I was still living in my flesh. Uh, I was still like, thinking I can live this way, but still like praise God, my words and all this stuff. And all that came to an immediate stop during quarantine. During quarantine was when no more achievements because there was no more school, no more going in person, no more relying on my friends for love. All that was gone out the window because we at home every single day. I didn't have a vehicle. Nigerians, they strict, bro. You ain't getting no vehicle till you like 21 <laughs> up in there. For real. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm in the house every single day and Jesus it just felt like it was calling on my heart during quarantine. Like I was at rock bottom. Like I usually don't like be this vulnerable, but like doing like, like giving into drugs and drinking, like that stuff was real because I'm trying to fill up something. Like I done lost everything, the achievements, the pride, the image that I had in school, popularity, um, talking to people every day, trying to distract myself from what's really going on inside. I didn't know who I was. I wasn't filled up. I was confused, wandering, right? But then that's where Jesus found me. He found me in the storm. He didn't take away the storm. He found me in the storm. And it was crazy because it was a way I never experienced before. Like knowing the cross, that was like the biggest thing, like the cross. Like I, I hadn't watched pa uh, Passion of the Christ before, but it was literally like Passion of the Christ. But he was revealing it slowly, slowly to me throughout quarantine, like, Sin is not trivial. Like all that lying, the stealing, the blaspheming, looking with lust, coveting other people's stuff, being envious, jealous, gossip. That's not trivial stuff. Like out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The things that I'm saying have effect. The things that I'm doing have consequences. Sin has consequences. And it's like he made it known to me that my sin was serious, that it's killing the possibility of having a relationship with God. It's killing the possibility to actually have good quality friendships with my friends, with my family, to build out, to build those bridges that I had been burning consciously or unconsciously. And it's like, he showed me that though my sin put him on the cross and this was the biggest revelation, though my sin put him on the cross. Cause I, like I said, I was a prideful dude. 
he beat my sin on the cross. Death could not hold him. It could not. Everything that I could have thrown at him, he conquered it. And on the third day, he rose again. And like knowing that, that he can handle everything that I can throw at him, conquer it. And it's not like he was my enemy. He was my friend. It's like Romans 5, 8. It's like, and he loved us that he died for us while we were still sinners, enemies to him. It's like, wow. Like that broke down all the walls of pride inside of me. I said, how can you who knew no sin, but you did that for me. And it's like that forgiveness that I found, that grace that I found, that repentance that I found, like, I don't want to live like this no more. Because the way that it's leading down, it's a way of death. Not physical, but spiritual death. That could be amongst people living, but inside I'm actually dead. And it's like he brought me back to life. And like, I still think back, like, what did I do to deserve this? Like Tyson, what did we do to deserve these testimonies, to deserve Jesus doing this for us? To have new life, to have forgiveness, to have grace, to have mercy, to have his perfect love cast off fear. All because we're made in his image and likeness. All because we get to be a part of creation. And honestly, when you said that, I just thought of it. Um, we're here to benefit the kingdom, you know. We're here to tell people the truth, tell them about the love of Christ that surpasses all understanding. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's truly amazing, honestly. And it it's just, <laughs> it's kind of hard to put in words because he would never love you like anyone will love you. Just think of any any relationship you have that you very that you value like on earth like nothing else can match the love that christ has for you and he's always there for you he'll never leave you nor forsake you and just just thinking of that like he would never leave you nor forsake you it's i don't think people understand how like i don't think people understand the, the, the severity of what that means you know like being there at all times through everything like that is truly amazing and i was i was reading my devotion the other day and it was talking about um like the heart of flesh and like how people how un believers and unbelievers can have a uh, um what's the word <laughs> they can have a heart of stone or they can have a, a softened heart and having a heart of stone is basically when you sin and you almost like accept living in that sin you know but having a heart of flesh is um contrary to that it's almost living for christ and putting aside the pride away like justice said and uh living according to his will repenting confessing your sin and stuff so and basically was talking about how exposing ourselves to evil and ungodly influences desensitizes us to god and his word over time our hearts become like stone unreceptive to a fresh word from God and we become anesthetized to sin and that is very true if you keep living in sin your your heart is going to is going to be like a stone it's going to be hard you're going to be desensitized to what you're doing unreceptive right like unreceptive so honestly uh, I made a rap and it said uh, put your pride all aside live holy now 
Mm-hmm. And when you put your pride aside, when you become, um, what's the what's the opposite of pride? <laughs> uh, humble. Humble, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Humble, go, humble. When you become humble, and you become vulnerable with God, He's open. He has His arms open. He's like, "Come on in, come on in." He's yeah. always there. And I was gonna add, like, there's even a verse, like it says, like God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Like those who are poor in spirit, those who like recognize that we can't help ourselves that nothing within creation can heal creation but there has to be a god who's infinite to become finite to become creation and meet us in the middle of our storm meet us like a like a owner meets their dog you know how happy a dog gets when <laughs> when you go on they level as owners like come on let's play yeah. like he did that for us in order to give us grace in order to give us forgiveness, That's in so order to take away that heart of stone you're talking about, mm-hmm. to give us a heart of flesh, to give us a new spirit, to give us new life. It's like he did all that because he wants to be for you and not against you. He That's, wants yeah. to be for you and not against you. That is such so true. And to conclude this message, uh, let's let's try and end with a prayer. You want to do it? You want to conclude right now? Yeah, we have 30 minutes. 30 minutes. You want to be there? All right. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and also I want I want to get that jingle going. I got I got an idea for it. Yeah, what's up? All right, all right. You want to do it after the prayer, or before the prayer, before the prayer. Let's do it. All right, all right. So the jingle is gonna be, um, let's talk with the daily walk. <laughs> oh, you gotta put some. Bo- <laughs> let's talk with the daily walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I gotta get in that gospel class for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Sure. Gospel choir to all the Marquette people on campus. Gospel choir, we need singers. We would love to invite you to be a part of what we're creating, spreading the word or praising the Lord our God, praying to the Lord our God, mm-hmm. and you know, just worship, worship, honestly, worship. yeah. Right, we so can get into that, but that, that's for a later <laughs> episode. Worship, yeah, bro. Worship. That's a big one. Yeah. But um But I want to thank you guys for um tuning in today. It man, it's this is only the beginning, honestly. And uh we're excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you're you're excited, right? Hey. Yeah, I already know. <laughs> hey, hold on. We gotta get in mode. <laughs> that's just something Ty's always be saying. Gotta get in mode. But yeah, we're we're very excited to break down scripture. We're excited to talk about these topics. Honestly, just like living as a, a believer and how it is for us, especially like us maturing in faith mm. and getting closer to God. So let's end with the prayer and, and I w- can I add something to that? Oh, too? sure for sure. Like just like even in addition to scripture, like we wanna show that there's also like kind of a stereotype and I don't want to get too much into it that like Christians think that they're perfect. Like mm-hmm. we want to have this show, like this podcast. So we show that like there's struggles, there's obstacles. Like we kind of talked about in our testimonies, there's trials and tribulations, but that doesn't have the final say, but it's also real in anybody's life. Like people think that God is just going to take that all away. Nah, that ain't, that ain't all here on earth. Like for here, it's like we yeah. got to go through it so we can grow. Like it was like, we have to grow. Yeah. We have to turn into, we have to step into our identity and our purpose. And it's like, we just want to be able to show that, like he's talking about worship, like worship is not just like a set time and day. 
where your whole life is a worship. And like God wants that for you. He wants you, whatever your name is, whatever your identity is, whatever your purpose is to be imminent in the world. Sometimes it starts from rock bottom, like our stories, mm-hmm. but it's going to reach the top one day. And we just want to be able to guide everybody, including ourselves. We're learners to just oh. get into the top, get into that place of, of peace, get into that place of restoration, of redemption. So it's like, yeah, you can know something to bring up. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thank you, Lord, for another day, another day to be able to speak your word without fear opportunities like this is not available to most people uh so just giving you thanks to be able to speak and share the faith freely you know i ask that you protect any of those that are listening on the air right now be with them uh, now and forever if you want to ask something justice you can yeah just um I just want to pray just for just for a chance an opportunity um that who's ever out there that you see it in your heart to find fulfillment in God like just look towards him just come and see his goodness like that's the prayer just I just pray that you let him in and just see what he can do. See what a root that he starts in you that can bear the fruit that you need in your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I want to thank you guys again for. Oh, I thought you were going to say amen. Oh, amen. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, amen. <laughs> you got to always say amen. You know what I'm saying? Amen. <laughs> amen. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. God is good. God is great. God is. No, I thought he's all the time, bro. Oh. Bro. <laughs> oh, God is good. <laughs> all the time. And all the time. <laughs> God is good. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What was you going to say? Oh, I just want to say thank you guys for mm-hmm. tuning in. It's truly a pleasure, honestly. And um, reach out. Um, my Instagram handle is low letter N O T W dot T. Low N on the way dot T. L O W N O T W dot T. Tice. Um, reach out to me if you have any questions or concerns. I'm I'm totally available to, you know, share anything with you, help you, or anything like that. Um, about you? Yeah. Um. Shoot, my Instagram is Justice Markso. Um and shoot, I'm always walking around campus. So if you ever see me, like holler at me, say what's up. But we're gonna have these uh these podcasts on Apple, on Spotify. We're gonna try to get it on every platform possible so that people be able to listen on to this. Uh just let it be a blessing over their life. And even if y'all have any like critique on things to talk about, if you want to introduce anything, like let us know. Like we right. will address it because we know that, you know what I'm saying? There's probably a lot of things that uh, maybe the church doesn't talk about a lot. Maybe a lot of believers right. don't like to talk about a lot. So right. um, we do want to be able to, um, you know, talk about those things, break down those walls, break down those barriers, and uh, see the purpose God has in it and the plan Jesus has for humanity. So with that. With that being said, this is the end of our daily walk. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's do not the, the do end. The jingle, do the jingle. 
Oh, borderline forgot how to go. Uh, Say it again. Start it off. All right, so. Come and talk with the daily walk. Hey, uh, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Come and talk yeah. with the daily walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here, bro. Uh, yeah, we finna get out of Hey, God bless. Take it easy. See y'all. Turn it off.